You are listening to Open Little Doors, episode 23, Time Letter M. Welcome to Open Little Doors, where we share ideas on using play, storytelling, and imagination to help you motivate, guide, and connect with your child. I am Julie Janice, one of the founders of Open Little Doors, and your host for our podcast today. Hey everyone, we just want to say thank you so much to all those who have been listening to us each week. We appreciate it so much and please leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. We don't do any ads or sponsorships, um, so it's through reviews and sharing that we grow our podcast. And if you really like hearing from us, you can also subscribe to the podcast and you can be notified on when we have a new episode up. We have new episodes out every Tuesday. So today I'm here with Mindy Merrill and we're going to continue with our acronym TIME. A few weeks ago we discussed T which stood for trust and then we also talked about I which stood for in control. And now we're going to do M which stands for match the emotion. So this is such a crucial topic, probably one of my favorites of the time um, when it comes to playing with our children, especially when you're using guided play. So when we are playing with children, what do we mean by match the emotion and why is it important throughout play? So match the emotion is as you're playing, um, it's just a lot more fun and easier for children to not start to feel defensive if you're playing about the topic in such a way that it's not directly about them. So you want to match what they're experiencing, especially on an emotional level but not make the details the same. For example, if you have a child that um, tends to either hit people when they get angry or to throw things and break things, you could create a play scenario where a dragon, when he gets angry, he burns things. Or a car that when he gets angry, keeps bumping into other cars outside of his lane. Or a unicorn that shoots um, glitter from her horn that uh, will cut people when she's angry. So these are all fun play scenarios and things you could play about, but it's not the exact same scenario, but it's the same emotion. It's the emotion of anger. Why is it important that it's good to match that same emotion, but not the same scenario that a child experienced? I think basically so that um, a child can look at it from a different perspective because if you do the exact same scenario that they're in and and sometimes sometimes it lends itself to that and that's kind of what stumbles into the play where the child directs it to exactly that same situation so it doesn't have to be a totally different scenario but if it's slightly different then again it's easier for them to step back and look at it from the outside instead of still being in the middle of it and being more defensive as they're playing about the situation. Whereas if it's slightly different and they can they can look at it from the outside instead of someone that's in the situation, then they can see different perspectives and get more ideas of how to handle the situation. And as humans, it's, it's just human nature not to like to be called out on something. 
And if it's the exact same scenario, it's, it's easy for the child to be defensive. But when it's a different scenario, as Meryl said, you can, you can get outside of yourself and you can look at something from a new perspective and you can see something from a new perspective. And as you all match the emotions, sometimes it's great to let the child be the adult in the situation. And all of a sudden when they have to be the adult and they've got two little siblings, two little brother and sister dragons that are fighting and they're the they're the mommy dragon or the daddy dragon all of a sudden they have to put on a different hat and look at the situation from a different way and it just helps develop those um, empathy in their brain and form new new neurological pathways that might not happen if you were just talking about the situation with your child or lecturing them about it also it just makes it more fun and you can add a lot more humor. You can you can make the situation funny instead of just a heavy lecture. Yeah, I really like how you pointed out that it's a different perspective that the child will gain. Um, you explore new ideas. And especially since, like, I mean, you're totally right, Mindy. We don't like feeling called out when it's, like, uh, the exact same situation that you're playing out. But, um, but if it's just the same type of emotion, it definitely lets you see the um, situation through a different set of eyes and you don't have to feel attacked or singled out. So what are some tips on being able to match the emotion and play? So we have these steps well outlined in um, our parenting through play and storytelling. And also in some of our earlier emails, we've outlined some of the basic steps. So if this is something that you like and you would like it in writing, we can email this to you. But kind of the basic steps that we have outlined that are helpful is to first think of the most important aspect that you want to match. So it's easy sometimes when you start to play to think, oh, I, I want to talk about, you know, their attitude. I want to talk about them using nicer words. I want to talk about them not thinking about or thinking about others more. And you can't play, a, you can't match the emotion on every aspect of things that you want to see improve. So just choose what you think is going to help your child the very most that day or that week. So that's our first tip is, is just focus on one thing. And, and then one topic is really important that you just pick one thing. So you don't overload yourself or them. Yes. Yes. Now, again, you always want to be flexible because if your child, if your child takes it somewhere else, it's fine to let it go there. So you might start out saying, okay, we're going to, I want to play about using kind words and they might end up taking kind of the start of that and playing about sharing how they feel more than using kind words. So, so you want to be open to where they're going to go with it. But as you start it, don't try to have like five different topics or behaviors that you want to focus on. And then as you think about the best way to play about it and match that emotion, you want to take a minute and think about it from your child's perspective. How does it feel to them? Why, why are they doing what they're doing? So if you use the example of anger, kind of think of what's triggering that anger. Are they, are they you know, getting angry at a sibling because they're taking their toy and they're afraid they're going to break it? Or are they getting angry because they're tired or they... So there's a lot of different things that could drive that anger. So you want to try to get an understanding of where they're really coming from. And then 
once you really understand it from their perspective and also think about what skills will help them manage that better. Would it help? So if we take anger again, would it help them to know that, you know, once a day they got a special time with toys just for them. So they have a time that they know they don't have to worry about their brother and sister breaking a toy. So it's easier to share the other days or, um, you know, do you need to work on healthier ways to express anger? So they just have different ways to show what they're feeling. So think about what kind of skills you hope to teach through the play and have them practice through the play. And then you can look at what would be a good parallel situation to teach that. So think of something that your children really like that's going to get their interest and their attention and make it fun for them. So if they, you know, like Mindy said, if they really like cars, then you can talk about cars and cars interacting on a raceway and you know, what happens if, if they get angry and bump the other car, then they have to sit out. And so what else could, so then you can have the cars, you know, talk with their driver and their driver say, you know, you can't do stuff like that. What else could you do when you're feeling angry like this? And you'll be amazed at what your kids come up with. And if they don't come up with something right away, you can have other cars driving and be like, well, when I get angry, I like to bounce up and down on my tires for a minute, helps me feel back in control or you know, you, you can bring in some other ideas by, by still letting them be in control because you can have other cars say things and then the car that they're being gets to choose how he's going to react. And so that's kind of the steps that we recommend following through as, as you're matching the emotion. And that doesn't mean that when you start to play, you have to have it all mapped out in your mind because... For one thing, you want your child to be leading it. So you want to go where your child goes with it. But if you have some skills and some ideas in your head, then you can see opportunities to maybe insert an idea here and there as you're playing and then see what your child does with it. And it's important as you introduce these ideas to let it be child-led and to ask your child if they want to play about something. And if they say no, then let it go. You know, you can try a story some other time or you can... You can maybe weave it back into the play. Ask them if they do have something that they want to play about. Exactly. So what are some, what are some examples of when you match the emotion with your child during play? Well, I'll, this is not exactly matching the emotion, but I remember as a parent, I have my two sons. Um, my older son would get very frustrated and angry at his little brother because his little brother was always breaking um, what he would build and create. And the older brother was a very elaborate creator. And the little brother didn't have the mental capacity to create right then. And he wanted to be with his big brother and he would just knock it down. And, you know, it's easy as a parent to see the older brother getting angry and upset and hitting or throwing something or yelling at the little brother and think that the older brother is out of line. But, you know, if you had some, think of how upset we get when the child dumps everything out of the cupboard or makes a big mess in the pantry. It's, it's a very similar situation. And I know for me as a parent, when I took time to really try to think about what my child was feeling, it was a lot easier to come up with a solution that worked. Um, 
the example with the, my two sons fighting, we ended up letting him build on top of the kitchen table. And maybe that would not work in every home, but that was a really great solution. So I taught my son to set up toys for the younger brother under the table, and he could build on the table with his set. And that just really diffused the situation. And then my older son felt that he was listened and cared for. And it wasn't just that the little brother got whatever he wanted whenever he wanted it. I like that example too, because it, it shows the play is a great way to practice that. And she could easily have had that discussion or even used play to, to show, how, show her older son how he could do this and to kind of present this idea. But even if you don't do the play, even stepping through those first steps are really important in just understanding and connecting with, with your kids. There's, there's been a lot of times I feel like lately that I've, that I've used the match the emotion. Um, but I wanted to share a story example, uh, cause we've talked more about the play, but this works so well in stories too. When my oldest daughter was about three, she, uh, she had a cavity and she'd never had a cavity and she was super excited because she thought it was something special and found out very quickly that it wasn't. So before she went, I had tried to play through it with her to let her know what to expect. But when we got to the dentist office, she, she got scared and she would not open her mouth. And so I tried to think quickly and fortunately the dentist was so great. He let me hold her on my lap. And so that she was sitting on my lap and I told her a story. She was really into cars were her thing. Um, and so I told her a story about this race car that uh, needed to get some work done on its fender. And it didn't want to get the, it worked on because it had to put a, a special covering on its windshield and it did not like having its windshield covered. So here's our emotional match is that she did not want to put the face mask on because the, the dentist did use some, uh, I don't remember what the, what is like laughing gas or whatever the technical word is to help them relax. And she did not want to put that mask on. And so, um, so we talked about that with, with the car and I told her the, the story of the car and, and how her driver said, you know, this is something that will help make it easier for you. And I'm going to be right here with you the whole time. Your only job is to hold, to just let me be here with you to help you remember to hold still and just to put this on your windshield. And that's the only thing you have to do and to let us open your hood. That's all you have to do. And as I was telling the story, we just slipped the mask on and she's, breathed and relaxed and it went smoothly right from there but that was um so you can see that the it's not the exact same details it they're similar but it it just it still follows the emotional experience and gave me a chance to validate what she was feeling to reassure her that I was going to be right there and to explain what I expected of her too that her only job was just to hold still and open her mouth or her trunk in this or not her I don't remember what we said, her hood or whatever we said in it. I love both of those examples. And I, I think about like, I, the thing that stands out to me the most in this is just the different perspective. And it's interesting how children can be able to see, like, even though it's a different scenario, they're able to grasp that same emotion. 
Um, and in, just like in those examples, it was able to help um, those children. And um, I just think this topic is just such a crucial part in when, when we do guided play. And it can definitely be very beneficial for our children. You know, there's a great quote by Jean Pache that says, children have real understanding only of that which they invent themselves. And each time that we try to teach them too quickly, we keep them from reinventing it themselves. When we use this match the emotion play with them, we are giving them an opportunity to invent something themselves, to experience it themselves, to play with it themselves. And when they're coming up with solutions themselves through play, they're solutions that really stick. And they're also solutions that make sense to them. Exactly. It's, I was going to add too that um, not only do they come up with those solutions, but the play gives them an opportunity to practice those solutions so that when they hit that same emotion in real life, they've already developed the kind of muscle memory or the, you know, the, the brain, the pathways in their brain to handle it. I love that. That's exactly right. So I love this topic. I love that we've been talking about time and next week we are going to be talking about our last letter E. If you have any questions about time or anything else that we've talked about here on the podcast, or if even if you have any parenting challenges, please email us. We would be more than happy to help you. Our email is play at openlittledoors.com. And like I said in the beginning, if you like this episode and other episodes here on the podcast, please leave a review and share with your friends. And tune in next week for our last letter. We hope you all have an amazing week. Take care. Play, storytelling, and imagination are very powerful parenting and child development tools. And if you want to know more ideas on how you can incorporate these tools, you can visit our website at www.openlittledoors.com and sign up for our Wednesday Wisdom emails and also check out our Play Together program. We can't wait to hear from you. Come play with us.